is happening, y'all, and welcome. This is episode 114, that's 114, of Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. I am your host, the self-knighted Sir Cussalot Travis Pointer, a.k.a. the Dragon King, a.k.a. Big T, a.k.a. T-Money, a.k.a. Sweet T, a.k.a. Black Merlin, a.k.a. the HNIC. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mara the Shark Watkins. Hello, Dale. How's it going today, Mara? It is day 52 of quarantine. Hmm. It doesn't matter to this podcast, but I still feel the need to share that. Okay. <laughs> um, but other than that, I'm I'm doing all right. Just all right. Okay. How we get you to how we get you to good? What what can we do? I need to get more through this drink. Ah, there we go. Okay. Problem solvers, modern problems, yeah. modern solutions. I feel you. So we'll get there. I'm like, I'm like up to here. I need to get to like here. Yeah, it reminds me of the show. Did you ever watch that TV show, Still Standing? Who was in it? I don't know his real name, but uh, King Robert from Game of Thrones. This is before Game of Thrones, though. And I then, know who Baratheon, right? Yeah. And then, no, I know the I know the face. I just can't think of the show. Yeah, yeah, and then some other white people that don't matter because they were never anything else that I saw. But anyway, no. it was just him and his wife, and they had three kids. They were awful parents, and it was hilarious. But um, he came home from work one day, and these, his kids tried to come talking to him about something. He was like, he had a beer. Imagine this is a beer bottle. He was like, I, 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 I am not home until right here. <laughs> So that's what that reminded me of. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We are here, as always, to talk about the Arrowverse on the CW. You know, Supergirl, Flash, Legend of Tomorrow, formerly Arrow, Black Lightning, Batwoman. Is that all of them? We're going to say it is, because I'm not going through it again. Supergirl, Batwoman, Black Lightning, The Flash, Legend of Tomorrow, formerly Arrow, also adding in Stargirl soon to come. Mm-hmm. Probably this Canary show. Uh, 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 they have not ordered Fox that to series Fox. yet, so I will not acknowledge it. Continue. Okay. So, yeah, that's all of them. Mm-hmm. Or if, the you also want, if you also want to include Constantine on CW Seed. Um, Does that still happen? Are there still new episodes no, of that, though? See, see no, no, if no, there no. are no new episodes, I don't acknowledge that they exist. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, if you want some like more like, nope, nope. like ex- like knowledge into Constantine, <gasps> we should use that Mm-mm. for source material. Yeah, we would get through it so quickly. There's like ten episodes. I'll think about it. Okay, don't I, don't say I didn't bring anything to the table. I've never said that. I know. I don't know why I had to say that, but I don't know why either. <laughs> <laughs> You contribute plenty. Right? Thank it's, you. It's, uh, I think I, I think it's because I brought a fresh idea. Okay. A semi-fresh idea because we're already doing source material. It's so. okay. It's okay. I'll give you that. We'll just, we'll, I'll just Thank give you. it to you. It's all right. It's a tiny win. It's all I want. W's a W. So, we got four shows to get through this week. So, where would you like to start? Let's see. Um, 
I'm trying to think which episode I am least. You know, I'm not even going to bother with that. We all know I'm going to choose Legends first. So Legends I was wondering, that. like, why are we doing this right now? We all know the least interesting one. Because I was just really sitting here thinking. Which like, for the- was actually one of their most interesting stories of the season, yet still the least yeah. interesting show of the week. So, it yeah. was, you know. But, yeah. Since I brought it up, though, what did you think of this episode overall? I thought it was interesting, and I thought it was funny that, um, like, within seconds of me thinking something was what was happening, they had confirmed it. And I was just like, ah, okay, that was pretty predictable. Um, But then how it ended up going, but we'll get to that. Um, And then I also, like, because it's also kind of like, I feel like a lot with Legends, I feel like I always kind of be like, all right, this is going in a very predictable way. And then it kind of tends to still go in that very predictable way. Mm-hmm. They throw in a couple weird things to kind of try to throw you off a little bit, but in the end, it's still a very straightforward story most of the time. So, yeah. yeah, yeah but like you. in my commentary, you'll, I guess you might figure out what I, that I realize what, where this is, where things are going. Okay. So this episode kicks off with Mick walking through the park talking with his daughter. And I'm just like, mm, mm, mm. Still can't, still can't figure it out. But, you know, he trying, though. He trying. Have you ever tried just parenting, like, a teenage girl? No. It's weird. And we are weird people. I mean, I went to high school with y'all. I know you're weird. but Nah, uh, it's different when you're trying to raise them. <laughs> I don't know. How many how many teenage girls have you raised? Not a lot, but I feel <laughs> like Luna's like three going on 13, so. Ah, I see, I see. I tell you, every day I feel, I don't know if it's the fact that we're in quarantine, so it's like, I'm like looking at her a lot more 24-7 and noticing smaller things, or if this is really just what parenting is like. Like, I feel like she's going through some weird change that should only be happening during puberty. Like emotionally, like I feel like her, her feelings and her emotions are like leveling up. And then she also does not understand them, which makes her frustrated, which makes us frustrated because she can't verbalize what her issue is. So like a teenage girl. Well, they, she's unable to verbalize for different reasons. She just doesn't know words, so she She doesn't know the right ones. Right, no, that's true. I'm just, but you get what I'm saying. She, she has a very limited vocabulary right now, Mar. <laughs> oh, no. The girl can turn the volume up on my iPad without pressing the buttons, yet she can't verbalize her feelings. I hate this generation. Hey, man. They know how to do things in the context of things that they do. That's how people learn. It is what it is. Anyway. So they decide, you know, Mick and, and daughter. What, what's the daughter's name? Do you have the daughter's Lita. name? Lita. Lita? Lita. Okay. So they decide they're going to have a father-daughter weekend. He, nice. Yeah, he, he suggests roller derby. She's like, eh, on the second thought, I got to study for a history test. And then he pulls up the time machine. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> we got history. You know what's funny? At first I was like, when he said the roller derby, I was like, she looked like she would enjoy that. And then she, she was like, you know, 
And then she was like, and then she turned it down. I was just like, oh. Well, I think it was the way he described it to her that threw it off for her. Cleavage and booze. Yeah. 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 Or if he hadn't said that, she probably would have been down to watch, you know, girls rollerblading kicking each other's ass. Like, I feel like she'd be down for that if he hadn't described it that way. True. And then I was also going into, like, thinking about, like, also considering that uh, the time period that she's also growing up in. Like, I feel like I don't hear about roller derby as much in, like, in my, I mean, like, I know it's still, like, a very current and ongoing thing because I know people who do it or have done it, Mm -hmm. but, like, I don't hear about it nearly as much as as a thing in, like, my culture. Me neither, though. Like even my when I was even when I was younger, like only time I heard of it really, like I knew it existed, but I never heard hear anything about it, except for when I knew two people who were in it, and then when they were no longer in it, I didn't hear about it ever again. <laughs> you know, so it's just it's one of those things. Like I just feel like it's not something that is mainstream pop culture. Nah, no, nah, not at all. Which is cool, which I think is what leads to the appeal of it. Right. Which is why, had he not described it that way, she probably would have been down. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we got some moments with Constantine and Astra on the on the wave right. Because he's just like, huh, see, you're here now. All right, well, <laughs> I guess we got to deal with the fact that you're here. Pretty and much. here comes Gary. Gary has a new emotional support dog. He's got a note from his doctor. <laughs> and I'm Only like, Gary I'm to say, this is yeah, animal. This is one of the most Gary things that has ever happened on this show. Because Gary thinks it's just okay to bring his emotional support dog on the time machine. You know, it's just <sighs> I don't get you, man. Like Wants to become like an all-powerful warlock, but needs a support animal. I mean, if I could become a wizard, I'd like to have a little wizard dog with me too, though. So I can't even be mad about that. It's the fact that he thought it was okay to bring the damn thing on a time machine. There is that. <laughs> um. So then we have this whole thing because they have all three rings, which I hadn't even really thought about. Like, I knew at the end of the episode, like, they had gotten the rings back and all that shit. But I'm just like, oh, they have all three now. It just didn't really, like, register in my head. So, uh, so anyway, they're arguing over who they're going to use it on first. You know, are we going to bring back Astra's mother? Are we going to bring back, you know, Zari's brother? Who's coming back first, you know? You know what was funny during that whole argument? Because at first I was sitting there thinking, like, why can't we all do all three in one shot? Like what? Like or like? How long does the loom need to recharge? Exactly. Like, why does it matter what order we do them in if we're gonna do them all anyway? Right. If we're <laughs> gonna get them all done today, does it matter what order we take them in? Like, if whether it's or even five if we're seconds, or even if we're minutes, just gonna get them hours. all done this week, you know, <laughs> it's just like, bruh, right. chill. Right. So, cause I was, I was really just like, I don't understand why. This is like this, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, it, like logically, it would have made sense. You bring, you, you fix Sarah first because she's in a coma. You need her. You need your captain around because she's got to lead shit. And also, you need another body. You need a fighter around because shit goes down with y'all. 
makes the most logical sense to bring her back next. Then right. you bring back the next member of your fucking crew. All right. <laughs> like. Right. Sorry, Astra. We are here, you know, to um, we're here to help you get your mom back. But at the same time, it's like um, we don't trust you. First of all, it's just your mom. She's just chilling. And honestly, you've gone this long. You can wait a little while longer. All right. So, so we had Barad like five days ago. I need him back now. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, they had the argument. Um, and they decide they're going to start with the bro. So she gets all the rings and shit. They all got to put on these special glasses. I'd imagine because the light would burn them from the inside out of the loom. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of how I assumed it was because they look like blackout glasses. It just kind of looks like if you look at the loom with like the naked eye, you will die or go blind. Because mm-hmm. I was always sitting there thinking like, I really just kind of want to see one of them peek out for like a millisecond and just see what happens. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where you feel like, you know, if they had the time to do more episodes or more things around this, Mick would have peaked. Right. <laughs> like, I was kind of just like, I just want to see what happens to someone literally for a fraction of a second. Like, not completely go blind, not maim them, but be like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, it'll burn them. Like, he had end up with a permanent scar, like, right here on his eyes, some shit, or his eyes, like, kind of damaged or some shit. Yeah. Exactly. But anyway, they need the special glasses. But then when she's trying to fix, she's like, okay, this is going to be complicated because, you know, all the time travel and shit. And, you know, on top of the fact that he's supposed to be dead anyway, you know. But, um, yeah, something goes wrong. There's an explosion. Knocks everybody out. Knocks the ship's power out. The ship is stuck now. Things are not going very well. So, in the midst of this, after it all is over, Sarah somehow, you know, she's awake now. I mean, I guess a shock from the Luma Fate will do that, you know, get you out of that coma. Yeah. But she can't see. She blind as fuck. Yeah, man. However, she sees other things. She's having visions of the future. All these visions. <laughs> You know, I was like, maybe these are of the future, or maybe they are, um, they're of the future, or are they, like, just, well, yeah, I mean, still roll under the future, but is it just specifically to how they die, or is it just of the near future? I don't know. They were never really specific about that. I don't know why that was so hard to get out. I don't know either, but it happens. So after all that, she's seeing visions. And then we got Astra and Zari talking, and Astra tried to convince Zari, like, yo, go and tell them that they should bring back my mom because it's less complicated. And we give Charlie a chance to warm up a little bit, and then she can get your brother back. And they're like, mm-mm-mm. You tricky motherfucker. 
You tricky bitch. So we then get some more uh some more time with uh Mick and Lita. And she needs help with some history stuff. And Mick's like, I know a guy. So he goes and gets Nate. And she's he's gonna help her out. And they tell him to go get snacks from the little food replicator thingy. I don't know what they call it on this ship, but I just said replicator because that's what they call it on Star Trek. Um, replicator, duplicator. Yeah, I don't know. I'm the Peter I don't know. <laughs> so. Yep, that's hitting. <laughs> so every one of Sarah Visions we mentioned before, people are dead. And she's like, what the fuck happened? Then she discovers that Astra's on the ship. She don't like that shit. She discovers Gary's got a dog on the ship. She's like, what the fuck? Like, there's a whole lot of what the fuck happening for Sarah right now. Like, Astra's there. There's a dog there. Mick done brought his daughter on the ship. She's just like, Ava, what the fuck you been doing? I feel like whenever Sarah just walks away for a moment, not walks away, but when she's, like, absent for a period of time, I feel like she always comes back to find that like things are not going the way that they should be. Yeah, everything's always like she, in disarray. <laughs> I feel like she needs to stop being surprised when that happens. I don't think she's surprised that things went, you know, went a went awry. But it's just the things that did happen. It's just like of all the things, you bring what has essentially been our worst enemy on this ship. <laughs> And then while our, you know, our recent worst enemy has been on this ship, Mick brought his daughter on here with her? Like, what is wrong with y'all? I feel like she would have got over the dog thing if the other two things hadn't also happened. Yeah, because she'd be like, all right, the dog is a nuisance, but, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. So... Speaking of the dog, the dog shit on the floor. So Gary's got to pick up the shit and he goes to throw it in the trash chute and he's like, what the fuck is this? I'm not going to lie. I thought you were talking about Bear for a second because I can hear him walking over. Yeah, he's still bothering me. Like he just walked back over here now because he wants attention. I was just like, I hear, I thought you were saying, so on that note, Bear just shit on the floor. No, nah, no, nah, he doesn't do that. <laughs> I was like, Bear, it's not that bad. It can't be that bad. Yeah, I can't even. Like, if I were to try, I can't even remember the last time Bear shit on the floor. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, Gary. So Gary, you know, he throws, picks up his dog shit and throws it in the in the trash. He's like, yo, what the fuck is this? And we come to find out later, it's the little, it's the case thing that had the, had the loom in it, like all the rings and shit. But it's empty. And they're like, yo, where the fuck are the rings? And of course, everybody's like, Astra did that shit. Because I'd have been like, Astra did that shit. So, you know. But then we see, you know, they get her locked up. And then like, oh, wait. Some other shit. Wait, wait. Oh, guess she didn't do it. But she might have did it. We don't know. We still are suspicious. You can't be trusted. I mean, she hasn't given them a reason to trust them yet. But exactly. not like, she's had a couple, like, she's had like a moment. But like not enough to be like. What moment? Why not? 
when is she giving them a reason to trust her? I think when, so when the Kesis offered to make her a sister, a fate sister, and she went and helped Ava and Gary get They back. didn't see that, though. Yeah, no, I'm saying like she's only like like only like Ava she gave that to kind of because Ava was there she like she got mm-hmm. Ava and Gary free, but for everyone else no no I think that was that's all I was getting across. Mm-hmm. I can give you that. Thank you. But outside of that, it was just to me it was just like yo they don't really have a reason to trust her like you've tried to kill us multiple times so it's yeah. just, like you you, you gave, just gave Constantine accelerated killer lung cancer. You gave like terminal cancer like so then we find out some more about Mick's daughter we find out that you know she's against guns this is when she's finding out what everybody else on the ship can do she's like everybody's got powers on the ship do you have a power like i got this and he shows the heat wave gun she's like so you have a gun like it's a fire gun But she's like, yeah, she's completely against guns. I'm like, and I'm thinking, like, everybody on the ship doesn't have powers. I'm like, Ava doesn't have powers. She's just a clone. Sarah doesn't yeah. have powers, but she's a badass assassin, so that, that kind of counts as powers. So, not everybody. Gary ain't got shit. He just, he just has an emotional support dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, this is when we find out, though, that the vision that Sarah is seeing, that she's the one that's killing people. Or at least she killed one of them because she saw her reflection in the little glass that she used to kill um, Constantine. I don't remember what it's called. Hmm? I don't remember what that's called. What? What's called? The glass thingy. The, like, what do you mean? What it's called? Is there like a special name for it? I guess wouldn't there be like a regular name for it? Or is it just glass. It's glass. I, I don't even know. I don't even know what you're trying to. I mean, like a glass shard. Is that what you're thinking of? Or like, it's just it's a piece of glass. <laughs> um. You all right over there? Yes, that just that whole interaction is made me laugh. <laughs> okay. So then we see like a whole lot of fucked up shit is happening. Like, you know, and Zarya done hacked into the, the cameras and shit to see what happened. And she realizes that she was the one that sabotaged the cameras. Um Nate was the Nate. one that messed messed up the replicator. With the food. Yeah. And um, who was Charlie threw Charlie. out the rings. Yeah, Charlie threw out the rings. Charlie flushed the rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I was like, wait, it was the dog. And then we find out the dog came from hell. And then we find out it was son of Sam's dog. And it's like, well, shit, Gary. <laughs> like, fucking Gary. Right. And I was like, this is really something that only Gary would be capable of. Mm-hmm. Like, couldn't just go somewhere 
and just compel someone to let him adopt a dog. No, he had to get one from hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dog he got from hell just happened to be son of Sam's dog because... A hellhound. And it's just kind of, of like... It's just like Gary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gary. Gary. Sweetheart. How? Why? Why would you even think that a dog in hell would be the right choice? It's just kind of like, you don't think that dog got there for a certain reason? Yeah, yeah. You thought the dog was just accidentally there by chance? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) See, and we learned a long time ago, all dogs go to heaven, sir. So if this dog is in hell, he must have done something awful. Real fucked up. (laughs) Like awful. I'm talking like Dingo ate my baby awful. Probably something he's done. You know. I mean, he was son of Sam's dog. So he's the one that told son of Sam to kill all these motherfuckers. So through a series of events, they end up getting him. You know, Mick has this moment where he saves his daughter's life. They catch him, all that shit. Um... Once that's all over, we're like, all right, Gary, you got to get a different pet. <laughs> so he gets like this weird little rabbit thing. That he can't fit, that he can't feed past midnight. <laughs> yeah, that he got from some market. Yeah. From some shady market. Dude. Yeah, of course. Like, of course. The fact of course. that you have to describe him that way, Gary, should tell you right off the bat, maybe not someone you should get a pet from. You know, so yeah. So instead of having Son of Sam's dog, he has a gremlin. For you, those of you who haven't seen it and don't get that reference, yes, that's for, that's a gremlin's thing. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Wonder if he's allowed to get them wet. Probably not. <laughs> um, let's see. And then Mick and his daughter have that bonding moment, which. Stems from earlier when she saw all the treasures and shit that they've stolen, the kind of paper shit, and she's like, oh, we can go in the early times and play the stock market, and we'll be fucking rich. We can make this and this. And like, he's like, oh, nope, nope, nope. We're leaving now. <laughs> we're out of here. We're locking this up. You stay the fuck out of here. Like, which, you know, not the best way of going about that, but I understand. <laughs> because, and you know, it's funny. I was just like, you know, when she was saying all that, I was like, that's a really fucking idea. And I was just like, I see he, he realizes that um, she's more like him than he thought. And mm-hmm. he was just like, nah. No, no, we are not doing this. Stay the fuck. I had to learn to stop fucking with the timeline because, yeah, yeah. We are constantly fixing the timeline, so I need to, like, stop you from fucking it up. Yeah. Can't have yeah. you doing this. My boss will kill me. Yeah, yeah. She will. Um, so yeah, they have a bottom moment. She eventually is like, "Yeah, I understand," and blah blah blah. Even though we never had a conversation as to why, she just says, "I understand," and I'll just let him have it because I'm just done picking at legends like that. Um, and I'm kind of just like, I'm also tired. Like, I don't know. It's just like it's like it's nice to see like a different side of like outside of. Um, them just doing stuff like they're showing Mick trying to be like a dad and I was like but I don't really I don't care 
don't care. That tends to just be the, the story when it comes to legends, though. It's just, why do I care? <laughs> um, then we get this moment where Zari is once again just, you know, stalking to Astra, and then they're like, uh, need to try to need to try to get along and blah 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 blah. And Astra's just not having it. Um, they had a moment earlier where Astra was, you know, picking at Zari, talking about, hey, Constantine chose me over you, and that makes you mad, and blah 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 blah. He's like, I feel like you see something here that's not really there, and you're trying to play on it, and blah blah blah. And it's like the fact that you needed to go through all that lets me know that she's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we finally get the moment where Gideon's back up and running, and she's trying to they lay Sarah down, like, all right, Gideon, fix her eyes real quick so we can get a, get a move on. And she was like, yo, I'm scanning. Ain't nothing wrong with her eyes, man. Like, <laughs> can't fix it. Which is one of those no shit moments because it wasn't like her eyes just got like burned or some shit. She got like divined in the eye, you know? Right. Cause so. It sounded dirty than I wanted it to, but yeah. So I still think that. Well, not still think. Well, so when Gideon says that her blindness is not an abnormality, I was, when Sarah first woke up and she was seeing the visions, I was just like, I bet you she has some power that will let her become a fake sister or she'll be able to help Charlie use the loom or some shit. And that's kind of like, because like, remember when, when Atropos, like, you know, shot the shit out of her, you know, she was like, what are, like, you know, she's something different and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be, and they'll need three. So it'll be her, Charlie, and Astra. Who? Astra. Oh, Astra. Thank you. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so I was just like, okay, this is what they're going to do. Like, the, I was like, this is kind of like what it seems like they're setting it up. To be mm-hmm. because like ever since like because you know we thought maybe Sarah survived it because of you know her past given you know the league and the the pit and all that stuff and Lazarus pit and mm-hmm. so it was like okay maybe it's like that kind of stuff it's like no you're actually meant to be something more and blah 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 yeah. and it's kind of just back to like during crisis when they were like you are what was what were they called paragons the paragon for this it's because sarah's a paragon of something mm-hmm. she is they said it in this episode too i forgot what it was you're able to be a fate sister now yeah that's it cool all right where you want to go next let's let's see how much do oh shit um let's go with Supergirl because I also like half of this episode was a lot of flashbacking. So well not flashbacks, but like shit we've kind of seen. Yeah, shown from Lex's like, perspective. This whole thing was basically about how Lex was behind everything that happened after Crisis. Also, we didn't mention it, but the episode of Legends is called Shipbroken. And Supergirl 
is called Deus Lex Machina. Deus Ex. Deus Lex Machina. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> so apparently my cup is heavier than I thought it was. So you thought you had, had more left? Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which means I drank more than I thought I had done. So you're only on episode two. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> so this episode kicks off with uh, Lex getting credit for saving all those folks in the little thingy place that I'd forgotten all about. I had to like re like, not rewatch, but like start like running through everything that happened before in my head, try to figure out what was going on. Cause it's been the, so long. The, the coma people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about at first. It took me a while to realize what they were getting at. Um, but he's getting credit for saving all of them. And they're just like, yo, what the fuck? How? Then we get a flashback to right after crisis. Um, find out that Lex, you know, he, because he had made a deal with the monitor, which is why he's such a fucking big shot. Everybody loves him. He goes, he told his mother everything that had happened with all of it, why the world is the way it is, and all of that shit. Um, she also convinces him, like, chill on his hate hate of the Kryptonians, you know, you need to go team up with Lena. Like, you, the two of you make this happen. Um, and then that meeting with Lena is when she tells me about Leviathan and, you know, we kind of saw that before, but uh, we got more detail on it this time. Um, Lex researches Leviathan and this is when he goes to Eve Tessmacher. Um, <laughs> so before we go any further, there was like times when Eve was on the sh- on the screen and then there were other times when Gemma Cooper was on the screen and I didn't know which was which. Like it's, it was hard for me to tell them apart and I was just like Because they're pasty white women. Another one is just like this same blonde white girl like oh wait that's not Eve. Okay who is that? Okay that's 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 Gemma Okay okay okay. And he's talking to her again later. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, no, that's not your, that's Eve. Okay, okay. It's just, there's a whole lot of that going on every time. I'm just like, which one are you? Because they're pasty white women. Yeah, yeah. So, so she's stuck working for Leviathan because um, I guess it had something to do with her parents. Yeah, somebody killed her father. And they're threatening to kill her mother. Yep. And so she has to work for them, so they won't do that. Um, so she, he convinces her to work for him. She says, like, I'll protect your mother. You work for me, and I'll help you find the man who actually killed your father, and you can take your revenge on him. She ends up falling in love with Lex, and we see that Eve was the one who killed Jeremiah because Lex sent her to do it, Yo. saying that he was the one that killed her father. Yo! When... They revealed that. I was just like, ah! so I was just like, of course, of course, that is what happened because him dying was all of a sudden out of the blue. 
Mm-hmm. Like his body turning up was like the most random out of left field shit. Like, cause that's why I, I think I even said it last episode. I was just like, I forgot all about Jeremiah. I forgot he was even alive until mm. they said they found his body. And I was like, where did that come from? Now it makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we have this back and forth between uh, Lex and Lena. And I forgot what the fuck that, what was Supergirl using that there was like, that got Lena all pissed off? Myriad. Yeah, that shit. And so she goes back to, she's like, I got to go talk to her about this shit. This is some fuck shit. Blah, 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 blah. And I'll go do it. And looks like, I can go with you. And she's like, no, you're not going to the Fortress of Solitude. I don't trust you. But then he gives her a device to use. And she just uses his shit to go to the Fortress of Solitude. Like, he can't track that shit. Like, what makes you? I was so irritated by that shit. It's just like. So you're just gonna use his shit though, like. But you tell him he can't go because you don't want him to know where it's at. But you're gonna use his device because that's that's how that's how blind Lena is. Yeah, yeah. So she goes in, and of course, you know, well, not of course, but a dominator follows her in there, and. Shit goes bad because, you know, they have that argument between Lena and Supergirl where Lena's just not listening to reason because she's just convinced that, you know, that everybody hates her and nobody can love her. So, you know. I mean, at the rate she's going, she's not she's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's becoming self-inflicted. But um, then we got the Dominator goes in. He lets out the Sun Eater because why the fuck not? He didn't have enough to deal with already. So, yeah, we need a big monster for them to fight. So let's let out the Sun Eater. Zaps up all the Supergirl strength, and he goes for the Sun. And once talk about out of the fucking blue, Magan just shows up. She's just here now. She's just here now. I don't just. Here I am. Let's go. Let's go stop this. So her and John go up to stop it. They get the little Lex suit to Supergirl to go up and help. And they, you know, stop the Sun Eater. They get it back. All's well. There's also a random Jason Muse spiting. So I mean sighting. So that was fun. Do you not know who Jason Muse is? Jason. Um, Jay and Silent Bob. It's Jay. Oh, okay. I was just like, what? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was there. So, he's like, oh, what's up, Jason? Because, you know, we're on a first day in basics. We cool as fuck like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> he liked one of my tweets one time. So, you know, we cool as fuck now. Um, so, then we have this time with Lex and Gemma Cooper. They're having a talk, and he convinces her that they need to kill Supergirl because Lex just can't let this shit go, which will be his because, downfall. <laughs> right, because Lex is like, one, is, like, is like a kid with a one-track mind. Mm-hmm. Like He's just like, I'm hell-bent on beating this, even though I could just do this. And, and I'd won. win. Yeah, 
I would win if I just stay on this course right here. Right. Like every, like, you know, doing other stuff, like if he does the things that like he has done in this timeline and like in this reality, no one would have an issue. But the fact is you are so fixated on Superman, Supergirl, it's going to be his downfall. And it always is. Mm-hmm. And then he has that moment with Eve. Like, um, well, not right after, but very soon after this meeting with Gemma Cooper. And that was another moment when I was confused because I didn't know which one it was. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Why is she making him dinner? Now? Oh, that's the other one. Okay. And he proceeds to break her heart because, you know, he's like, oh, she fell in love with you before. And I, I knew you'd do it again now. And I'm not letting it happen again. So fuck you. But you're going to keep working for me because guess what? Those men who are sitting outside your mother's house guarding her. Yeah, yeah. If I tell them to, they'll kill her. So you're just going to do what the fuck I tell you <laughs> if you want your mother to stay alive. Right. Yeah. Like, when when she was telling him, she was like, be together. And I was like, oh, Eve. But don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, Lex also had me like convinced, and he was like, "I feel the same way." And I was like, "I should have, I should have known." And he was like, "No, no, he doesn't." But that's the thing. He even said it on the other. He fell in love with her too, so it was just like he wasn't gonna let that happen again. So the thing is, weirdly, he's capable of love. However, he's also just you know he's still Lex, so. But yeah, he goes through the whole thing about how you used her and all that kind of shit. And yeah. It kind of remind it kind of almost remind have you seen Frozen? No. I refuse. Okay. Well we I think we've had this conversation about how my niece has ruined it for me and I just will not watch it. Probably. Well, the part so like I remember when I didn't see Frozen when it first came out. I don't remember when I actually ended up seeing it. But like I remember everyone talking about the supreme burn that came on later in the movie when when uh what is that lady's name oh my god hans says to anna uh he was like it's crazy to he was like what it was like what a foolish thing to think that i could ever love you and i was just like ah my feelings burn and like memes came up of it and all that shit like it was it was a funny time to be on the internet. Um, <laughs> kind of reminds me and, of Littlefinger on Game of Thrones. And he was telling um, Liza, he's like, I've loved the same woman for my entire life. Your sister. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was, it was kind of pretty much that. Only it's not that he was in love with his sister. It's just kind of like, you stupid bitch. You really thought I was in love with you after five minutes of meeting. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but like, so... Pretty much when Lex was saying like, when he's pretty much like dubbing her, I was like, this is exactly I feel like how it wait, felt. Wait, he was pretty much was what? Dubbing her. I'm gonna need Denying. you to. I'm, I'm gonna need down. you to translate that New York shit. All right. Shutting her down, saying no, <laughs> denying, blocking, all that, all that mean shit. Okay. Um. That I was just like, if he says. It's crazy that you could think I could ever love. If he says anything along those lines, I'm gonna lose my shit. In in humor, like not in like oh hurt, mm-hmm. but like in like oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. They use Frozen. They reference Frozen. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. 
That was Supergirl. Anything else? Pretty much. Oh, yeah. He goes back and he goes to the fortress, which, you know, doesn't surprise anyone. Oh, yeah. No shit. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious that he, he, that even he was like, uh, no, I'm not going to go. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he knows. It's like, I should not do this. I need to, like, you know, go all the way through with my plan. I can fuck with this later. But no, he just can't help himself. He can't help he himself. He really cannot. And I was just like, God damn it, Lena. As much, I feel like Lena does stuff that she does stuff intentionally in hopes that it, it will show the good that she's trying to do. And then I feel like it always ends up backfiring and just emphasizing more, making it seem more like she has ill intent to do things you know like she went to Miri she went there because she was just like Kara said that Myriad was super dangerous and no one should use it you know because of the fact that I want to I'm trying to save like I want the best for humanity I want to make I want to verify that Kara is not using Myriad you know so I feel like she went there with the intention of Car shouldn't be. Car wouldn't be using it after she just emphasized how dangerous it. But like, yeah, she went there because she wanted to go off on Car. <laughs> well, no, I feel like she always to go off on Car. But like, I feel like she goes in her brain. She's going because she thinks it's for the best. She thinks she's going for a good. She's either going to prove herself right, or she still thinks she's going for the better, like, you know, for the better of humanity because she, you know, we all think Kara, you know, tripping with you because we've said it. And, but I feel like every time Lena does something in hopes that it will prove her right, it just makes her look more and more unreasonable. (laughs) And then so, and then it ends up making it worse for other people, because look what happened. Now, Lex was all up in your browser history, and now he's in all your porn tabs. Yeah. Yeah. And judging and all of this shit. And then, right. and now, n- now, he's also got access to your tabs. friends list, and now he's adding all your friends. Yep. He's <laughs> tagging you and shit online. <laughs> and trying to expose you. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Where to next? Batwoman, of course. Batwoman and the Flash were top tier this week, I feel. Really? I thought I, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed Batwoman. Like Batwoman was my was my favorite episode this week. But I liked where Flash progressed to. Because it had to, because next week is the yeah, yeah, I mean, they only got one more episode, so they had to move it along. Um, so anyway, so this, yeah, this episode was called what? If you believe in me, I'll believe in you. Yeah, and that's what this episode was really about, was about, you know, about Kate being able to trust Mary to help with the Batwoman shit, you know? Because Mary wants to be part of the team, unsure what she can bring yet. Which I feel like, if Kate would just acknowledge her, I feel like that would work out really well. Even though she kind of pretty much had it before, 
I was like, you have a resident doctor. (laughs) You have an in-house doctor. You get shot at, stabbed, bit, maimed, hit, maced, burned, whatever. Mary's got you. And she can keep her secret. So, starts out, there's something deal going down with uh, harvesting organs. But like... the, the organs are still in the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's some disassembly required. Um, I was when they showed him, he was like, "Here is your six hearts, twelve lungs, five livers," and I was just like, "Oh, okay, that's gross." And then you open the truck, and it's people still breathing, and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, that's where those numbers came from because they're all still inside the people. <laughs> like five like five, like i'm pretty sure those numbers didn't all add up and you're probably sitting there like when you kind of go through the math you're like five livers there's six people how are there five livers <laughs> i don't know maybe one of them is no good you know 12 kidneys or you hear 11 kidneys yeah so somebody got a kidney removed one of them has a really bad liver because they have a drinking problem <laughs> right <laughs> But everything else is great. Everything else is good. It would have been better if they like been like short a set of lungs because one of them is a smoker, you know? <laughs> but um, anyway, so Bradman breaks this whole deal up. And when they get, get back and Mary is trying to celebrate, like, yo, how do you guys usually celebrate? I got champagne here, blah, 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 blah. And Kate's like, I celebrate by icing my hand. And she takes the champagne out and puts her hand down in the fucking... Uh, champagne thing, and um... am I the only one who kind of wonders? Like, because I feel like the amount that Mary wants to be back up, because you even see it later when Mary wants to be back up for Kate later on. I was like, do you think this is what she's going to become? Uh, what was she? What was what was she calling her her cousin in the comics? Oh shit! I forgot. Like plebe or something. Yeah, something. But like, and I was like, "Do you think because we haven't seen a cousin, you know, and you know, it's not clearly they're not masking her as Julia because Julia is clearly an ex, and Julia's already trained. But it's like, do you think Mary might be like a fill-in for for Bet or Betty, whatever the fuck her name is? Yeah, yeah. I, de- I haven't forgotten that conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we still don't know. <laughs> but, um... No one has confirmed that for us, guys. So if you subscribe to the Patreon and you watch source material, the link will be in the notes somewhere, description. You can see us talk about the Batwoman source material. <laughs> Real credit. Um, talking about Batwoman, you'll know who we're talking about. How the how do we say Betty or Bet? B E T T E. And the older episodes are on YouTube, so you can find them there, and they're on podcast yeah. services. So you know, it's the new episodes that are on Patreon. Yeah. So if you want to hear from the beginning, those are free. Mm-hmm. Think of them as like a trial, and then go subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's other stuff in there as well, but yeah, I don't know how to say her name, but like, uh, I keep feeling like Mary is like that villain because it's like she's someone who would need formal training but she's very but it's almost like it's like 
she wants to help but is trying to figure out how to help or like where to find out where she's useful you know which they haven't figured that out yet besides you know her medical expertise not to take away from her years of schooling yeah it's one of those things i feel like they're just leaving it open for a possibility they might do it they might not just like how you know in the flash when uh iris was like the flash for like a second yeah yeah or like you know how they kind of um they've got luke fox there i think it's inevitable that eventually he becomes back wing but we'll see um i don't know that far into the story well, that's not, that's that's a that's not a Batwoman thing. That's just he's part of the Bat family. He becomes Batwing. Because um, I didn't know about I didn't know Luke Fox existed. Yeah. Until this, so like that's how like at first because I remember I think in the beginning of the season I was like, so is he like, oh, is this Lucius Fox or is this a child of or? Mm-hmm. Or what, and then we eventually got confirmed it was a kid of, which makes sense because Batwoman comes after, well after Batman. So yeah, yeah. So we'll see what they do with Mary and Luke. Um, I think it's more likely for Luke to become Batwing than it is for Mary to become whatever Bets or Betty Firebird. Or Firebird, yeah, her. It's, she I had think- another name though in the comics. She has a secondary name that mm-hmm. I think. I think that was more of an affectionate thing between cousins kind of thing. Yeah. But that's why I feel like because they haven't revealed anyone else in Kate's family, mm-hmm. aside from Beth slash Alice and her dad, you know, I feel like Mary is kind of like that pseudo, is like that pseudo for her mm-hmm. because of the fact it's someone else that Papa Kane would be you know, protective of the way he's protective of Bet, and because we don't have a mention of a step uh, uh, um, stepmother or stepsister in the comics right, that right. we know, and because it also would take place before when those comics start technically. Yeah. I'm still sitting here hoping that they will bring us the the woman in the water story. I'm hoping for it. Because I feel like that'd be really the weeping cool. woman. <laughs> yes, I want to see it. I've been so invested reading it. Now I want to see it come to life. Yes. Um. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I think. Um. Oh, I should have lost my train of thought. Sorry. No, nah, it wasn't your fault. It was my fault. Let's rewind. You're talking about the comic books. Firebird. Um. Go ahead. Go. Go. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, like we were talking about before, though, you're going to want to come and check out source material while we're talking about Patreon. Let me go ahead and talk about all the Patreon stuff since I got time. Um, also, if you're a wrestling fan, you know, smacking it raw, we have things going on on Patreon there also. Little thing that we got to call return to wrestling. I got Matt going back and watching old WCW stuff. He hates so much of it. And I love the fact that he hates it. Which is funny because he also has me watching reality TV show, TV about wrestling. Oh, you still watching Total Divas? I gave it a break for a, cu- a few weeks because with everything the way it was, 
watching reality TV show about people in their fabulous lives and stuff like that literally was not sitting out all right with me for a while. Like mm. I stopped watching the Kardashians. So I was like, I need a break. I need fantasy television. I feel you. I feel you. He mentioned, um, I think it was last week that he's um, getting, getting contact with you because he wants to see where you're at and see if you're far enough to where you all can watch Evolution. Um, but yeah, what else was I talking about? Patreon. Yeah. So yeah, it's funny to me. I enjoy making him watch bad wrestling because I actually enjoy bad wrestling. Bad wrestling is great to me. It's hilarious. I love it. He does not. <laughs> but you know, also if you, you know, subscribe a little bit higher at Patreon, you can get what we call the, uh, behind the scenes content, which is exactly what it sounds like. Doing the, is there now. Check that out. See what's happening when we're not recording the show. We're just, you know, getting ready to record or just shooting the shit before we start the show. It's fun stuff. We can uh, start moving into back into the show. The, so Kate's icing her knuckles right now because <laughs> that's still where we are. We're still at the beginning. Um, you know, Mary wants to be involved. Kate is not with that shit. Then we get Sophie and Julia, and they're searching for Lucius Fox's journal through Tommy Elliott's old belongings. And Kate, at the same time, is going to Arkham because she wants to talk to Tommy. Like, yo, we need to have a talk, which was weird to me. But then I'm like, she must have some kind of plan with this because there's no reason for her to just go and talk to Tommy like that. And after the whole thing is over with, Alice is waiting for him in his cell and Mouse and his fake doctor getup is also there and he, you know, declared that Tommy was fit for trial. So basically, they're going to use him to help them and he's going to do it, or he's going to jail. Alice wants the journal, like everybody else. Everybody wants this fucking journal. And he's, uh, because apparently inside this journal, there's some kind of fail-safe or some kind of uh, strategy or plan or whatever to take out Batman that Lucius Fox put together. So afterwards, Tommy makes a club, makes a call to, I think it's his cousin or whatever, it is at a nightclub that he owns. No, his uh, his money launderer. Oh, they're not related though. I don't think so. I didn't catch that part. Maybe. Well, you said cousin kind of confidently, so I'm assuming you heard that right. I just know it's his money launderer. Yeah, I know. I know that happens, but I think they're related. I'm not positive. Um. So he, they call him and finds out that, yo, that's where he hid the journal. Just, it's just there in his safe, I guess. Um, and we, so they know. And now Kate is getting ready, you know, putting an outfit together because Mary's like, yo, we got to get you, get you looking right. 
in case like, oh, the idea is to blend in, not to be like, you know, all stunning and get everybody's attention. And that's when Mary's like, yo, you're going to, you're going to want to stand out because in a place like this, standing out is blending in. And I'm just like, that sounds backwards as fuck, but okay. Um, but she wants to go also. She's like, yo, look at this dress I got. I'm coming with you. But Kate's like, nah, bro. Julia's going with her instead, which. Who? Honestly, though, it makes sense. You know, because if shit goes down, Mary can't defend herself. This is true. Do you feel like they're trying from after this episode, do you think they're trying to get Julia and Sophie together or they're trying to hint at it? Oh yeah, yeah. We they have they've had several almost kiss moments. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think they did kiss at one point, didn't they? No, they almost did though. Okay. In this episode they almost did, I think. Mm-hmm. Or they came really close together. I thought they did in another episode though. I'm not sure. It's been a while. No, they got very close in the face. And I was like, Yep, we're trying to do that. Mm-hmm. So, show up at the club, and who's there but the bartender chick? And Reagan. I don't, huh? Reagan. Reagan. All right, that's the bartender chick's name, and and of course they flirt, you know, and you know Kate flirts back because obviously or. Most likely, yeah, she's je- she's jealous of the Sophie and Julia thing going on, and on top of that, she still thinks old girl is hot. So you know, right? Why wouldn't she? Yeah, yeah. And while they're in there, Julia turns off the lights, and Batwoman does her thing. She does a little night vision thing, looking around, like ah, journals in this office. Got it, but for some reason, it's just sitting right here on the desk. Clearly, it's a trap, and it is. Julia gets caught. Batwoman gets captured. Things are not going well. So, Mary and Luke know it went down. They're like, all right, we got to help. Mary wants to go in. Luke's like, bruh, I cannot do that. I can't send you in there, but she's like, look, bruh, look, look. How else are we going to do this? Like the dude who owns it, like um, oh, I think this may be where the cousin thing came from. She was um, she knew his cousin because she like had to like pump her stomach or some shit because she you know OD'd or something. Something went down and she had to. Fix oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, she was like, you know, talk to your mafia, bro- talk to his mafia bros or like his frat bro. <laughs> I was like, man, like you're not good at this at all. <laughs> right, ha- like how. Ha- have some respect for your for your intelligence, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then we get we cut back to the asylum because they told Tommy they're gonna give him a new face. And now his face has been removed and he's all bandaged up. And I'm like, oh, here we go. There's Hush right there. So clearly he's not he's getting that new face. Face. <laughs> huh? Oh yeah, because like they peeled him and all that stuff and because yes, you know, I, I also sorry I also didn't realize because I remember last week we were talking about it because um, we, we were talking about how Tommy came up then too or was shown then 
and we were talking you were telling me more about like hush and all that stuff and it's funny when they bandaged his face i didn't even think about it and then i watched the the, the trailers and the promos for next week and i was just like and that it's like now there's hush and i was like ah cool mm-hmm. a new villain yeah 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 and hush is a really is a really cool villain even the way they did it in the um in the animated movie that which they did it in a very in a very different way but it was still very well done it was still very interesting you should check it out that. you should mm-hmm. also use that for multiverse yeah because yeah. it wouldn't be source since it's supposed to be di- since it's different here right mm-hmm. okay um so anyway mob dude who may or may not be Tommy's cousin. I don't think he is now that I think about it. Um, He's like, yo, I'm not Yeah. Like, I'm not giving you the journal because clearly you want it bad. So, yeah, I'm going to hold on to this. Because clearly he's he's like, Which is crazy that he sent someone who had access to his finances to be, to, uh, to do this and then, and then not expect him to like double cross him because it was kind of just like, all your shit's frozen like i don't really see you paying me that soon so mm-hmm. no so tommy's tripping but alice is like don't even matter because guess what i sent magpie so it's like a degrees of separation thing here i love it and mm-hmm. I forgot all about Magpie. I was like, who the fuck is this blonde bitch? Like, or this white-haired bitch? Like, and then I was like, okay, Magpie, I've heard that before. It's probably an old villain that I'm just not remembering. Yeah, I, I remembered her. I didn't remember her name until they said it. I'm like, oh, that's right. Um, so they end up, you know, sending Mary in, like we said, because she knows the old dude's cousin. And they're auctioning off Batwoman's life. Like, who gets to kill her? And Mary goes in, you know, like she wants to, you know, be in on the auction because she said, we need that suit. And the dude's like, well, you can have the suit after we kill her. Give me that money because it wasn't the $10 million that she said she had. It was two point five. And he took that and like, yep, for two point five, you can have the suit. And in the meantime, we got Big Daddy Kane going to see Alice. That meeting didn't go very well. I was tr- really trying to figure out the point of it. He likes torturing himself. I guess. I literally, I feel like a lot of things with like interactions like this, I feel like these are interactions you sought out. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you already you already locked her in there. And what did you think? You were going to come by, talk to her, and she was going to be like, thank you, daddy. Thank you for, for, taking away my freedom despite the fact that I'm insane and all that blah blah blah, blah and just think that she was just going to be you know grateful for yeah yeah she's not going to be happy to see you after you sent her somewhere to get electroshock ter- therapy on a regular basis you know it's just right especially after she just had like the fear toxin meltdown and all that stuff and then like the way that they made it seem like they're going to be like a pseudo happy fucked up family mm-hmm. to then just to then rip it away from her again. Cause like, I feel like in her eyes, 
they have both left her again. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can only imagine that's not going to sit well with her psyche. Yeah. And then sit there and think, yeah, of course she'll want to talk civilly to me. No, Papa Kane, fuck you. That, yeah. that was stupid to think that. Yeah, yeah. So he, the reason he gives the, for being there is because he, you know, he found out that, quote, Tommy Elliot, which we know isn't really him, was found mm-hmm. dead and he supposedly hung himself and he thinks that she had something to do with it. And my thing is, once again, this is a waste of everybody's time because we all know she's not going to tell you anything. But right. anyway, Batwoman and Julia are locked up. They eventually get themselves loose. I don't remember how it happened, but it happened. Um, Julia, like, hit, like, waited for the right time to, like, kick the dude who was pointing a gun at her um, and then fought the lady who was talking all that shit. I think she killed her, too. Um it's entirely possible. It, it looked like she. It looked like she broke her neck. Like it looked like she went like, like, because she knows too much. Like mm-hmm. you know. And at oh yeah, because she like, yeah, because she's supposed to be on assignment and she's not. She's been like let go. <laughs> yeah, and she was just like, she's like I won't tell him anything. She was like, damn right you won't. <laughs> <laughs> like she almost. I feel like she almost smiled watching it. She's like, of course you won't. Duh. <laughs> like, um, yeah. And then uh, I remember that happening. And then so I mean, Mary did something that was good enough to distract and able to cut that woman free. Mary became very useful. Just know that she held her own because it was within the parameters that she was able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's able to hold her own if she has two well-seasoned, trained military fighters around. She can survive. So, Batwoman also gets her hands on the journal. And then, uh, let's see. Let's give some shit. Oh, we, we didn't even talk about the, well, I guess this happens after that, the interaction with uh, Magpie and, um, and Kate. Well, Magpie and uh, Batwoman on the roof. That happened, Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Okay, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. We got Kate. She apologizes to Mary. She's like, yeah, you're right. We can let you in, you know, be a part of our realtor group, you know, because <laughs> they're in public, so they got to talk in code. And then Kate takes home the bartender. She gets her girl. <laughs> Tinder. Um. Yeah, I they, thought like I was like, "Oh, yay! They're giving this relationship a chance again." <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> I was just like, "Ah!" The next scene, she wakes up the next morning, and Reagan is gone. And I was like, "Okay, maybe Reagan was just like, I just wanted to get some thrills, and I have to go." I'm sorry. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, I hope Reagan left because she just wanted to say goodbye and not because she is bad. And I was just like, God damn it, it's the latter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So while that's going on, Luke is also showing Mary the Batcave and she's freaking the fuck out, almost takes a picture with her phone and Luke's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Bro, I was like, Mary, how do you fuck up already? You thought you could just take a selfie in the Batcave? 
yeah, yeah. Um, but then this is when we find out that Reagan is Magpie's sister. And it's just, well, ain't that some shit? And she's helping right, her. Right, and they've been working together for a while. Yeah, she's like, you cost me a great girlfriend, you know? And she's like, yeah, well, you'll get over it. Stop falling for marks, which lets you know that this is not the first time the Reagan first has time done this. All. Yeah, exactly. So then yeah, we see that like Julia is also after the journal for some reason. So outside of the fact of her and Sophie looking for it, like she's she wants it for somebody else. She was on the phone with somebody. She's like, I'll have it. Don't worry. I'm like, okay. Right. Because Julia been popping in and out here and there you know at first it was kind of like she came back because i mean she came back with certain things and then she's back again and it's just like okay yeah granted i feel like based off my knowledge of batman which is really kind of mostly the extent of christopher nolan's take on it and like you know tim burton's like i've seen the other old ones but like Christopher Nolan because of when it came to me in cinematic time is the most prevalent Batman series I got. I'd like to assume that Lucius and Alfred also had a very close relationship, you know, within the Bat team. So I felt like at first I was like, okay, maybe they're back because of the Lucius Fox thing. But like aside from like, prior to the knowledge of the journal that he was writing. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, because maybe Alfred has something, you know, somehow connected to it to blah, blah, blah. Not that he has something to do with it, but that he has something to do with that he's connected somehow. Or Julia would just be close to it in general because of her dad. Maybe Alfred wants the journal. Isn't Alfred dead though? I don't know. I thought they had mentioned that her dad had died, but I also thought about that. And I was like, maybe Alfred's like, to this day, Alfred's just like, nah, we got to protect my pseudo son. <laughs> we mm -hmm. got to get this journal, Julia. Now hurry on up so we can come on, so you can come back, you can have some tea, to talk about our next plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because even if they did say he was dead, he could not be dead. Like, <laughs> he could just, I haven't I seen mean, the body. So that's how that's how that's how Christopher Nolan's ended. Like I mean, like they thought Batman had died. He's chilling somewhere in France with Alfred. It's always interesting Celine. to me when I hear somebody tell me like what their Batman is. Because to me, like, you know, you said your Batman was, you know, the Nolan stuff. But my Batman, my Batman was Batman the animated series. Like that was my Batman. So it's just yeah, there are movies, but I'm like, nah, this dude right here, that's my Batman. You know what's funny? Batman has come up a lot for me lately the last few days. Like, it's come up several times in my work meetings. Like, all of our poll, like, our icebreakers for our, for those of you who also work at home right now, um, who have Zoom video conferences or whatever, <laughs> we have icebreakers at my job just because to lighten up the spirit that we're working um, but this week, all of our polls have been, who was your favorite Batman and who was your favorite Joker? Yep. Kevin now, Conroy Batman, and Mark Hamill was the answers. Go ahead. The, the Batmans we had 
the options were um, Christian Bale, uh, George Clooney, um, Michael Keaton. Yes, Michael Keaton, and who's the other one? Val Kilmer. No. Val Kilmer and Ben Affleck, because I think he had like five choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of split between, I think, Michael Keaton's and Christian Bale's. And, and Christian Bale's. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone kind of threw That's Ben an... Affleck out the window. Yeah. And, and Val Kilmer. Christian Bale versus Michael Keaton is pretty much that old school versus new school argument. Yeah. And it's LeBron versus versus Michael Jordan. It's kind of the same thing, you know. It's just. And then, even though both of them clearly have a right answer. Anyway, continue. And then Joker, uh, Joker's was Mark Hamill, uh, Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson, and uh, what's that idiot's name? Jared Leto. Not idiot, but like (laughs) that foolish Joker. Um, my manager, she, she oversighted Joaquin Phoenix. She forgot to put him in the poll, but like everyone was kind of like torn between Mark Hamill and, uh, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Yeah. And then Jack Nicholson was like a close third. And so when we were talking about them, cause we also go over like our opinions in a sense, cause kind of like, Oh, well, why did people choose this one? And why did people choose that one without it being like a judge center? (laughs) And I was like, someone brought up the animated Batman, but like it wasn't one that everyone was thinking of. And but when she put the animated Joker in there, I was like, this was a hard one because Heath Ledger did a great job, live action wise. Like he did like that role, like he like that role was made for him. And I feel like, but I was like, but and I was like, but Mark Hamill is like the goat. And we were talking. It was funny because we were talking about. Uh, What's his face, Jared Leto? We were like, that's not his fault, man. He went really meta acting, and that script was really fucking. <laughs> he did the but he did what he could with what he was given, and he was given something shitty, so he was shitty. He had to like right, it was shitty. But anywho, but I thought it was funny that we were that we started talking about that because it was something that has come up a lot this week for me, which makes me feel like something Batman news has to come out. <laughs> Like, I need an update on this godforsaken Robert Pattinson one that they are just really hell-bent on making. Well, they delayed it because of COVID. They had already started filming. But they had to delay it because of COVID. But um, anyway, um, so this whole thing ends. Alice has the journal. But then she opens it up and realizes she can't read it because it's all written in code. Because Lucius Fox ain't no dumbass. Exactly. Like, he's not going to write a kill switch and then write it in plain-ass English. For everyone to fucking read. Exactly. I'm like, I bet Luke could read it. Oh, he'd, I have bet to, you he could. he'd have to like, he'd have to think about it for a while. It's not something he would read and be like, oh, I know what this is. Blah 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 blah. He'd have to think he's about it for like, a while. Luke is gonna be like, I remember my dad teaching me wingdings when I was four. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, some random obscure memory of something his father some... made him do every day for like five years straight that he hated, and then he's like, oh, this means. Oh shit! And then he can read. We're gonna get and we're gonna get a montage of flashbacks of Luke and Morgan Freeman. <laughs> no other 
Lucius Fox, but Morgan Freeman, just like he's also God. God is Lucius Fox. Like that, you can't convince me otherwise. And you're all, you also couldn't convince me that God is not Lucius Fox, who is also a lead of head assassins who kill people very well. And also a very, very amazing high school principal. And also a detective. <laughs> who also, on his spare time, does documentaries about animals and about the universe that he also created. <laughs> who, because he's God, he was always there. He also fought in the Civil War. And coincidentally, was very good friends with Robin Hood. <laughs> and also made it off of death row. Oh. Get busy living or get busy dying. We, we just went through like his whole filmography. Yeah, we did. I hate, I hate us. We did. We did. <laughs> but would you be would, would be lying? I literally wouldn't accept them to cast. And I literally, I'm putting it out there now. I don't want to see another Lucius Fox unless they are bringing, I guess, the one from Gotham. I haven't watched it, so I don't know if they've introduced Lucius on that show. Yeah, they have, but he was he was very young because Gotham set way back when, so they'd have to, like, age him way the fuck up. Was he... Would he have aged to Morgan Freeman, though? I don't know, because the thing is, the timeline with Gotham is weird, because Gotham is set in modern times, you know? No, I mean, like, is... uh. Is he black? Yeah. Okay. As long as that stays, I can I can feel like yeah, Lucius has always been black, like always. Okay. So. They can just always age him into Morgan Freeman. That's the only way I will accept if they ever bring Lucius or flashback. If not, then they just got they got a cow and chicken it where they only show like him the back from of like his the head waist shit. down, yeah. the back of his head, or from the from the like from the back, like from the back or from the waist down. <laughs> oh man. The only way I'll accept it because if it's not Morgan Freeman, I don't want to see it. All right, let me move on because we'll talk about this forever. Um, let's get to the flash. This is a great topic. Let's get to the flash. Let's do this. So, this episode was called What? Pay the Piper. And pay the Piper they did because they brought back a character that I didn't even remember. Oh, you didn't remember Pied Piper? Nope. But they also did kind of change his look. That, a little bit. When I say yeah. change his look, they just took away his glasses. Yeah, like he, you know, same powers and everything. So it was just like I remembered. I didn't remember his name was Pied Piper, but I remembered him. Same with most villains. Like I remember you. I don't remember what your name was. Um, or what you do. I remembered all that. I just didn't remember his name. Um. So Joe is, you know. Being all sad and shit because he's in witness protection and he misses, you know, misses family, misses Boo Thing, misses baby. And Barry shows up and scares the fuck out of him and tells him about Iris because that was helpful. <laughs> My thing, you know, I understood in the fact that he felt like I felt like he felt he needed to share what was going on with Iris, but I was just like, not right now. You really didn't need to. You could have just. You could have sent a letter. Not even. Not even that. Joe is already tripping enough as it is. Leave him the fuck alone right now. All right. It's just that's how yeah. I see it. But because it didn't like, help just, anybody. Just, just write it down. Send him like a snail mail kind of letter. Because by the time he gets it, you've probably already figured out the issue. 
especially <laughs> right now because mail takes eight years now. Facts. I ordered shoes a while ago. I haven't gotten any kind of information if they've even shipped. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like right now, like with Amazon, I'm still pissed at Amazon right now because they got the nerve to keep charging me for Prime without giving me two-day shipping. Like we're prioritizing essentials. I'm like, all right, well, you need to you know, stop prioritizing my money then. Because you still taking this money from me for Prime and you're not giving me Prime benefits, motherfucker. That's a fact. Anyway. So there. We'll never have Amazon as a sponsor now. I don't give a fuck. I'm mad at them. So, um, Cisco right now, he is not doing very well. He's tripping. And then Barry goes off on him because he's tripping. And then Allegra and Nash are still having their weird shit going on. And it's just, it's a whole How lot of... How long is that going to go on for? How long is she realistically going to be upset about this? I don't even know. I don't remember what she's upset about. Something about the fact that she's a lookalike from someone from his past and he's just being weird about it. But I'm just like, this is way too long to be upset about that. Because it's kind of like he, I think she feels like he has interfered or interrupted under false pretenses and I don't know. I'm just making shit up at this point. Yeah, I don't remember. Like, I remember there being something about her seeing what happened to the other one that looked like her, like to her doppelganger and shit, and how it was his fault that she died and shit. But I'm like, well, is she mad about that? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember what the fuck she's mad about. Right. If you're upset because you feel like you can't trust your safety, okay, valid. He's already proven he can't take care of one of you. and <laughs> Like, he doesn't show great judgment with one of you. I would understand not being cool with you. But to be upset that he has, you know, kind of been trying to watch over you because of an old doctor ganger, why the fuck are you upset about this? Yeah. You know how grateful I would be if someone was just randomly looking out for me because I looked like someone else? <sighs> Man. Someone just sends me $50 from an unknown number. Here, here's $50, quick pay. Oh, okay. I'm $50 richer. I don't care who, why this came here. I mean, you will care if you find out this dude's been sitting outside your window every day for the last week and he gave you the $50 because he's been, like, stalking you. I may be a little upset about that. <laughs> it's okay. I get over it unless he becomes violent. This is okay. See, this is why, why I told you. Just get a dog. Um, Just you wait. <laughs> so yeah we got that whole shit going on everybody's arguing with everybody and Cecile is trying to hold it all together but it's just not happening right now um, let's see uh, Iris is starting to get that itching shit that Ava had like you know with the Eva I mean not Ava um, like she's scratching and her getting the headaches and all that kind of shit like Eva was doing um, she's also doing this video diary thing for Barry just in case she don't get up out of there for him to find uh, let's see. So then Barry's working on his, you know, his speed for shit, trying to make his own. And then here comes Godspeed, because, you know, we needed him around. Godspeed, Godspeed. Because why? <laughs> what else do we need right now? Another speedster villain. Yeah, we don't. It's not, you know, it's not like we have enough going on already. We need to throw in this speedster villain, too. So, however, by the end of this, I kind of figured out why, but we'll talk about it. Um, so he shows up, he starts zapping away some of Barry's speed. 
But Nash shows up and gets him to run away because he uses his little pulse cannon thing on him. Um, yeah, the team is still really not getting along. And they, but they do figure out that Godspeed uses um, vibrations to drain the speed from speedsters. So they kind of figure out how he's doing it. They still just don't know how to stop him, though. But they do know they need Pied Piper's help because he deals with vibrations. <sighs> so Dibney goes to see Frost, and she's just, you know, she's being all doom and gloom because, you know, She's like, Caitlin's mother doesn't really know me like that, so I don't know if she'll be all right with me and all that kind of shit. And blibbity blibbity blue. This is all just nonsense because they just got to have her do something. They can't just write her off like that. So they got to find a way to do it slowly. I get it. Whatever. Um, Congratulations to her, though. Oh, yeah. 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 Um. So they realize, though, they're going to make a deal with Pied Piper. They're going to help his boy that got fucked up from fighting Flash. And Pied Piper will help them if they do that. I really, I realize there is this trend with shows, namely superheroes, when it comes to acknowledging LGBT characters that it always has to be like some kind of slow reveal. Yeah, yeah. Even though every time it starts up, you kind of know already. <laughs> right. When they were just like, you know, at first maybe showing what had happened at first. Okay, off the bat, you wouldn't have figured it out. You wouldn't have realized it. When they were just like, that was his right-hand man. And it was like, okay, maybe that's his best friend. Mm. And then the more you keep hearing him talk about it, like how obsessed he is over it. And I was just like, Sounds like he's in love with his friend. But to say it's and, clearly your man. Like that's just that's what's happening there. Right. And then when when they first tried it with Allegra and then it failed, he was like, You already took my whole world. And I was just like, All right, say that's your boyfriend and call today. Like, like why you why are you sitting here trying to make me guess? Like, you've already made it seem like you're either unrequitedly in love with him or this is your boo. And <laughs> Yeah. And I feel like I feel like at this point you don't have to tiptoe into it because we've had at least a dozen characters come through mm -hmm. at this point now where there's been like an LGBT connection, you know. And I feel like the flash has been going on for what, five seasons now? Something like that. I think it's my something be like six. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like five or six, because Supergirl, I think is like a season or two behind it. No, like a season or is the same with it. And I think even I was surprised by how many seasons in Legends was. I was like, five? When the fuck did that happen? Yeah, Legends is one behind Flash. And then... Yeah. yeah. Supergirl, I think, is also like either one behind or it's at the same. But I was just like, we've had a lot of LGBT stuff on here. And we're in a world where... Yeah, Flash is in season six. Legends is on season five. Okay. And Supergirl? Five. Okay. And it's just kind of like, we've had a lot of, you don't have to brace us into it. Just come out and say, you know, you took the love of my life, blah, 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 and call the day. Yeah. Like, by this time, you know, Arrowverse fans, we know. And, <laughs> like, it's just, 
Just do it. At least one show, every show is going to have at least one character. By now, at least one. every fan who still watches is cool. Like, we it's just, nobody right. is going to bat an eye at it anymore. Right. You gave us several same-sex relationships. You've given us transgender uh, identities. Like, you know, I feel like at this point, if we're still watching, I don't need a, I don't need an ease in. Just, you know, show, bam, you did this. Bam, he loves that guy. That's it. Yeah, yeah. They could have just done that, but the main <sighs> character on the other show is just full out gay. So it's just kind of like it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She is like exclusively vagina. Like there's no right. questions about it. She went into that club, like her sister tried to give her a dress to wear. She was like, fuck that, I'm wearing my tux. <laughs> on the show, off the show, exclusively gay. <laughs> Oh, man. So, Iris, she runs into Camilla. She finds her. And... Which is funny, because how long has Camilla been in there? Because Iris has been in there for, I think they said, nine weeks or six weeks. Mm -hmm. I think it's been nine. I think it was something high like nine. I don't know. It's somewhere between seven and nine. We'll We'll just say that. She's, I'm going to go with nine. Iris has been gone for nine weeks. How long? I think Camilla said she was fooled for at least five. Okay. And so that means Camilla has been in there for at least a month. And I find it funny that Camilla never went walking around, <laughs> never stumbled upon them. Well, Iris never went walking around either, though. Well, I, I felt like it was, because well, I think at first, because Iris had Eva, I feel like she never questioned that there would be, like, Eva had her so blinded to there was other people there. It's just kind of funny that it just never, like, they never stumbled at some point across each other. But I realized that they've also been at two different labs the entire time. I Mm. think she's been at McCullough and she's been at Star. Just kind of. So here's something that I thought was funny. So she or tells, Captain Singh. Captain Singh hasn't gone anywhere and just thought maybe I should just pop into Star Labs. Man, who the fuck knows where he is? They're going to find him, so we'll see. But what was funny to me is when Camilla's, you know, she's not trusting Iris, and she's like, tell me something only the real Iris would know. First of all, fake Pitch. Iris knows everything that, that real Iris knows at this point. But all the things that Iris said to convince her was stuff about Cisco. Right. I was like, did you really need to just rub it in her face how happy they were? Not even that. It's just like, it. does she I have any identity outside of being Cisco's girlfriend? Like, uh, like, no. No. Yeah, I, I feel like, obviously, yeah, yeah. Iris does not think that way because I feel like her, her identity is, like, she's just finding her identity outside of Barry and the Flash. And it's just like, bro, like, is, is that all you know about Camilla? And then my thing was that, like, the fact that she the, the fact that she gave her about the Chewbacca t-shirt was the defining fact that really showed that she was the real Iris. But I was just like, why did you start with that one? Because obviously that would be something only you would know outside of Cisco and Camilla. 
and so like, somebody who was copied on from you and knows everything you know but <laughs> you know but i just feel like for that fact to be the one like i feel like that why didn't you start there I, i'm with you yeah why wouldn't you start with that one why would you just start with cisco's the love of your life newsflash anyone yeah. could read a facebook and get that yeah yeah you think cisco's the most brilliant guy you've ever met also a newsflash. <laughs> Basically, most people think Cisco's the most brilliant guy they've ever met. <laughs> so, then we find out, though, because, you know, well, first of all, their plan doesn't work to help Pied Piper's boo thing. Um, shit falls apart. Hartley but, and Roderick. Hmm? Hartley and Roderick. Okay. I got their names. They said Hartley and Roderick too many fucking times for me not to get it. Okay. So, but then we find out that Pied Piper knows everybody's secret identity. Like, he knows Cisco's vibe. He knows Barry's the Flash, all that shit. But, you know, that doesn't yeah, surprise me because everybody the, knows that Barry's the, the Flash. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, because that's not news. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's something that has continued. He don't even vibrate his face when he talk to people no more. Like he used to do it, but now he don't do it no more. But anyway, um, he was like the hair gives it away, and I was like, I've seen that for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cisco like, didn't like, try it all. <laughs> I was like, right. I was like, you could at least tie your hair up in a ponytail. Like at least, at least, at least, at uh, least, Curtis, Mister Terrific, right. Do what Curtis does. Braid your hair. Braid your hair. Like it was just, At least he did that, you know? Because if he walked around with that big-ass fro all the time, everybody would be like, you are clearly the same dude. But, Which, uh, you know, we never really solved the issue of how he got his hair braided so fast. But anyway. Um, they never addressed it, and that really upsets me. <laughs> Like, like I said, we didn't we say like at some point like he was just he was calling Iris. I mean, not Iris, uh, Barry to come braid his hair real quick because he had he could do it fast. <laughs> Every time they went out to fight. Um. Anyway. Um. So Godspeed shows up again. Um. Doesn't go well, of course. Nash ends up having to give Barry a pep talk, give him the pep talk he needs. We got Cisco wishing he still had his vibe powers because. Who'd have thunk that he'd, you know, regret giving up his powers? But I feel like they've been they've been kind of getting to that over time because like I feel like there's been like like episodes where like his the vibe power would have come through. I feel like he's always just kind of like I feel useless because X, Y, and because I gave my powers away and mm -hmm. blah blah blah. And it's just like I mean, you should have you should have known that was gonna come, but I mean, well, especially since when he gave him up, there was no real reason for him to do it. Like, right? You gave them up because you thought Camilla would not accept them, and it turns out she didn't really. She wouldn't have given the fuck anyway. Yeah. So then we got a. Uh... Cecile giving Barry a talk because, you know, he's, you know, Cecile gave Cisco a talk because he needed that. We flash back to Iris in the mirror world. She's not okay at all. Her and Camilla, uh, they need to find Singh. So, like, yo, let's do that shit. Godspeed's at the prison. He's like, yo, I'm going to get all my boys up out of here. 
also gonna give me what I want or I'm killing two people at a time until you do. I forgot what he said no. he wanted though. He, uh, he said he want you're talking about Godspeed, right? Yeah. He wants Barry speed, because as usual, it's someone who just wants speed. Um or he's going to kill someone every oh, was that simple? seconds. I thought that was what he wanted, but I was just like, it has to be more than that because he tried to take it once already. Why didn't he just do it? Okay. Anyway. Um, I thought about that. I was like, why do all this when you could have probably just easily taken it earlier when you realized how much weaker he was? Yeah, yeah. So you could have just did this and been out. Like, so. Which... No, I'll get to it when we get to the end because I realize it's a question I should ask at the end. So Barry's like, all right, I got to go fight this dude. And he does it, does it. Like, I got just enough speed to beat him. So he goes out to do it. Godspeed whoops his ass. Like, gives him, like, the stiffest clothesline I've seen in a long time. Like, clothesline the fuck out of him. But luckily, Pied Piper ends up showing up, and he helps, and they double team. They do, like, Barry does the lightning throw thing along with Pied Piper's little sound wave thing, and they yep. then they do they throw in the joke, they cross streams. And I'm like, yes, Ghostbusters! When Barry um, was running outside that building, and all of a sudden his shit, like, just turned off, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a hell of a like, time for that to happen. You like twenty-four stories up in the sky, and you just run out of speed. I would be shook. Mm-hmm. I'd be. I would have already shit myself. I was like, ugh. So they beat Godspeed, and when he's when they got him down, they're looking, and he's leaking this weird electrical blue shit. And we see that it is charged sound. I don't know what the fuck that means, but okay, we'll go with it. They're like, yo, we can use this to help. Oh boy. So they use that. And they you know what's them. funny? It works. When they said, this is just what we need. And I was like, for what? For Roderick, the speed force, for both? I was like, what do we need it for? <laughs> all things that they're working with right now so mm. it's like is it for caitlin is it like what is it is it to get iris out what <laughs> yeah you're right you're absolutely right it could have been anything so we find out that this godspeed actually isn't the real godspeed he's not actually like a person and he keeps referring to the one who sent me which i believe is thawne when he says <laughs> we want your speed i was like who is we my nigga who the fuck is we and then when they said who is we i was like yes all i needed was for like if this was on like showtime or hbo all i needed was for like joe to pop up and say who the fuck is we my nigga like that's all i needed in life or at least a <laughs> seal to say it like that's mm-hmm. what i needed so yeah i think it's thought like i'm I'm pretty sure it's Thawne because I was I've heard that Thawne was supposed to be in this season, but they're not doing that because they ran out of time because they can't do any more episodes because you know the world fell apart. Um. So then we get more of Dibney and Frost talking. He gives her her little Dib Dibney school di- diploma. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, um, for uh, for life coach school. Yeah, yeah. And then we cut back to Star Labs, and Barry he gives the team the old inspirational speech, the "We can do it" thing. You know, we're gonna do this together. And Cisco is like, "All right, I think I know how we can do this, and I know what I need to do. I'm gonna go to Atlantis." And I'm like, "Oh, because the fish people can help. Cool." That was he said so. Ca- I was like, just casually go to Atlantis. And then somebody casually. like, yeah. Then I think it was different. Like finally, something from Crisis comes in handy. I don't even remember them going to Atlantis in, in Crisis, but okay. Me um, neither. I don't remember them mentioning it. Like I was like, um. We had a lot happen during Crisis, so it was just you know. And that's why I was I just kind of. Forgot. Right, and that's why I was just kind of just like, why do you say go to Atlantis so casually? Like it's not called the Lost City. Well, he said he was going to Atlantis like almost as casually as him saying he was going to Atlanta. You know, it's just. Right. It's I was just, like, maybe that's what they said. Maybe we're fucking up, and maybe we misheard him say Atlanta's Georgia, or maybe this is kind of like a small little well, tie-in for Aquaman. Maybe he was talking. You know, maybe he's talking about the water park down in the Caribbean. You know, maybe he's talking about that Atlantis. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that would be so funny if they did that. <laughs> They just CGI'd them at Atlantis Park. Yeah. And was like, and then Ralph would be like, I thought you met the Lost City. He's like, no, that's not real. It's not real. I'm talking about the water park. I just wanted to go swimming. <laughs> he was like, um, obviously I meant the water park. Let's let's be serious, Ralph. Let's or it's like something like, park. yeah, there's no real Atlantis. My cousin works here and he's brilliant. So I'm coming here. He built all this shit. So I need his help. <laughs> something like that. That would be hilarious. And then we see Eva, and she's in some kind of regeneration chamber because that makes sense how she could survive that long because Iris is about to fall apart after like no time, and she's been in there for years. So, right, because I was, you know, it's funny when she started scratching earlier when she found Camilla. I was just like, maybe they're all allergic to the mirror dimension, and they're just <laughs> breaking out into hives. Nah, nah. See, they on green light. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what happens when you want that shit. But anyway, yeah. Speaking that's, of which, I'm just kind of like, why the fuck haven't they recruited Jeff to help on some level? A lot of people could use Jeff's help right now. Like, Flash could definitely no, use his help. Charge him up a little bit with some electricity, get some more speed going. You know, probably could help him create a new speed force if they tried hard enough. Yeah, yeah. If he got, if he got uh, black lightning and lightning. Both of them just, you know, charging the shit. Yeah, yeah. They need the power source. They can be that power source. Or like, uh, you know, I'm sure Supergirl could use the help. <laughs> I'm sure Supergirl could help. Yeah, 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 that too. But yeah, that's it for The Flash this week. Like we mentioned earlier, next week is the finale. So we'll see what goes on there. Yeah. So, so Mara, tell me something. Who's winning this week? Roderick and Hartley. Oh, that's so precious. That's the only one I, I can I can tell you. I can give you that. Yeah, I'm thinking about everybody else's like close to wins, and it's just like they come with a caveat of uh, that's not gonna go very well for you. Like we can kind of say Lex is winning because he got into the Fortress of Solitude, but that's not gonna end. There's up. that, right? 
And that's right. Like we're gonna show up next week and it's gonna be like, ah, beat him the fuck up. Okay. Yeah. Who's losing? Um that was a harder one to figure out besides obviously staying off the bat iris. Because after watching the promo for next week, when Barry's talking to Eva's husband, and he's saying, yeah, there's nothing left of your wife in there to save. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like Iris losing is also an easy choice, is an easy choice. Mm-hmm. But um, I was going to say Sarah, because I mean, her vision, but I mean, like, it doesn't, it, it does it's not really inhibiting her. Yeah, exactly. She's still kicking ass. Movie. Like, yeah, like she can still do what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. And she also got the power of you know seeing the future and shit. So you know, I wonder yeah. how long that will go on for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that'll be it. I think for this week's episode of Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow, we. Actually talked about all the other stuff earlier in the episode because Mara had to pee. So wow, do you have to tell everyone that? <laughs> what that you pee? Everybody pees. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I don't know why that's just so weird to you. Like, you know, nothing's weird. I just didn't, the whole I world think, didn't have. I think John had to pee during creation conversation. Shit happens. You know, it's just. Yeah, Any, okay. Anyway. <laughs> so. Anywho. We're going to end this episode there. Don't forget you can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at The Creation World. That is at T-H-E-C-R-E-A-T-I-A World. As always, I'm not spelling world for you. Get a dictionary. Also, um, you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Creation World. You can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Sir underscore Cussalot. That is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. Mara, where can they find you? Always at Instagram and Twitter at Mara the Shark. That's M-A-R-A-D-A-S-H-A-R-K. All right. That'll be it for this week. We'll see you all next time. Until then, we out. Deuces and guesses.